Aloha and welcome to Reveal Your Goddess, the podcast. I'm Erica Hardy and this is the official podcast of Deity Beauty, where we help women like you wake up to their divine power through all things beauty and wellness. Here on this podcast, you'll hear tips, resources, and conversations that have helped me up-level my energy, helping you to expand, become more empowered, and achieve luminous, healthy skin and a joyful spirit. So if you are ready to be uplifted, expanded, and inspired, sis, then let's get into it. Aloha, beautiful, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking to Katiwe, and she is a spiritual entrepreneur. She helps spiritual women get out of their own way and start releasing their obstacles towards their success. I was inspired to have her on this episode because the way she shows up online is just so beautiful and transparent. I love seeing her journey, and so I think you will really enjoy this episode. So if you are ready to get started, grab a paper and a notepad because honestly there's some hidden gems in this one so i hope you enjoy it and take a listen aloha katiwe how are you today hi i'm doing great how are you aloha back i want to be in hawaii right now <laughs> yes yes totally manifesting it the weather here has it was kind of strange but now it's finally like not being rainy and it's beautiful days so it would be so awesome if you could come here we could totally just like vibe out and like do all sorts of spiritual things and I, I really want to I love it here too I feel like that would be really cool oh yes yes <laughs> do it oh my yeah. god that sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> well today I wanted to have you on the podcast for a lot of different reasons so I've been following you on Facebook and I just love the way that you show up you're so transparent and authentic and there were just some posts where, you know, you were talking about how you were leveling up to this new area in your business and just, you know, making more money. And there was still like little pieces of resistance or things that you noticed from like your old mindsets that were, you know, trying to make one last appearance before you made shifts. And I was just like, wow, I love, I just love how you were sharing that so openly, you know, because I feel mm. a lot of people, they just kind of share where they're at now, but they're not sharing like those moments in between. And those are the moments that, that matter the most. And I just want to talk today about like quantum jumping, quantum shifting and anchoring into the future version of ourselves. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. It's mutual. I really love your content. I love that you're, you know, getting everyone in their goddess energy and in that creative flow. Cause that's so important, especially if you're a woman or identify as a woman, right? It's like so important to be in that energy to create your life. So good for you for doing that. And I think your stuff is awesome as well. So I'm Katiwe. So I live in Vancouver, Canada. That's why I'm jealous of her in Hawaii right now. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be in the warp right now. Um, but I, I love where I live. It's beautiful here too, in its own ways. So I grew up kind of in a, I mean, I don't know if anyone really has a normal childhood, really. Now that I, <laughs> I talk to people, it's like, who does have the ideal childhood? I don't know that person. What is normal? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know anybody like that. Um, but I just feel like, you know, now in my journey, I just feel like I was born in a certain situation to be able to grow from it and learn a life lesson, right? And that being, I grew up in a single parent household. My dad was actually the primary parent. Um, my mother wasn't in the picture, which is kind of different for most people. 
Um, so that was unique in and of itself. Um, but then, you know, he had his own traumas and things he hadn't healed with in his life. So that led him to, you know, indulge in alcohol and things like that. And just, he was, wasn't happy. He just wasn't not a happy person. So it's, it's hard to, to, and I understand that now I, I, I have compassion for him now for his journey. Right. But that took me, you know, doing forgiveness work and things like that around why he was the way he was and, you know, me feeling a way about that. Um, you know, but he had, he had his own demons. So there was a lot of uncertainty and there's also a lot of lack financially. My parents had no idea when, when it came to money, <laughs> what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, the beliefs around money were very, very lackful. You know, it's everybody else's fault. You know, we're victims like, you know, screw capitalism down with the government, all that stuff, <laughs> right? Like let's just burn down anybody who's rich. Let's eat the rich. Let's just, you know, like, let's just, you know, distribute the wealth, you know, those kind of mindsets. Right. And I understand like, why they felt that way of course now because like you know they grew up in that mindset and that was their reality but i always knew deep down like that wasn't going to be my reality like i was like one day i'm going to be wealthy like i don't care what y'all are saying about this like <laughs> that is not going to be my destiny no thank you i was like i look around right now and i see what's going on here and i don't want to be i don't want to be in this 40 years from now right and i certainly don't want to have kids in an environment like this like thank you but no thank you right and I had no idea how that was going to, that was going to happen. Like no idea, you know, but I just had this, like, it's, and now I know it's my soul, my inner being, whatever you want to call it, my higher self telling me like, no, like this life is not ultimately how you're going to end up. Um, and so when I got to be around like 18, 19, you know, the people that I knew who had some sort of money, some sort of financial means, and, and granted, I grew up in an area that had a lot of affluence and still does like Vancouver has the most millionaires per capita in i think north america even wow. like vancouver is a very wealthy place like you just drive down the street and you see lambos and maseratis like it's no big deal like it's not like it's every day you, wow. see, one, you see one every day so it's like you kind of get like i kind of had this weird dichotomy between seeing wealth like just everywhere on display like i went to school with kids who had lamborghinis and maseratis at 16 17 and they're just in public school you know and so you kind of like grow up around this. You're like, what the hell's wrong with me? Like, why don't I have this money? Like everybody else seems to have it, right? Whether or not that's actually true. That's just your perception of, you know, like everybody else is doing better than me, right? Yeah. Anyway, so the people that I knew who were living this, this lifestyle, um, obviously I didn't want to be like all of them, but like I knew people that had a lot of money who were very kind people and good people as well. And so I was like, okay, well, obviously what my parents are saying is ultimately true that everyone who has money is a bad person or, you know, wants to, <laughs> to, to, to hurt other people or whatever their, their beliefs were, or just greedy. Right. And so I was like, well, these kind of people that I want to be like, who also happen to have money, I was like, well, they all have businesses. And so my mind was like, well, I need to have a business. I need to get involved in business in some capacity. Had no idea what I was going to do, but that was a thing. So anyway, short, long story short, I started reading books like um, Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich. Um, I read Napoleon Hill's Thinking Grow Rich. I came across somebody called Kevin Trudeau, who's a very controversial person, but, um, and fun fact, he's actually related to the Prime Minister of Canada, um, Justin Trudeau, wow. weird fact, but anyway. <laughs> um, he, but he's American. But he really taught me a lot about, not personally, but through his, through his recordings and teachings, taught me a lot about creating your own reality and this fact that you can make a lot of money. Like his focus a lot of the time was money. Of course, spirituality comes in there, but he's like, no, you can create money. You can manifest it. And I was like, oh my God, like, I need to know this. Like, tell me everything. Like, tell me more. Right. 
And then he, through his teachings, he would always recommend sources. Like he'd out, like tell people about what he's doing. And so he taught me about EFT. That was the first introduction to EFT I ever had. This was about 10 years ago. And also he turned me on to Abraham Hicks. Okay. Yes, I know. And I, that was a life changer. Like, and it was so weird because like the title of the book to me, and I don't know about you, but like me and religion aren't really on the same wavelength. Like I don't see myself as religious just because of like a lot of the dogma and things that I don't agree with, with religion, but right. I believe in God and I believe right. in Jesus and I believe in, you know, these people like that, but I just have my own practice. But anyway, when I saw the book, Ask Me Was Given, at first it kind of reminded me of like maybe a religious thing, just the way the cover looks. Like I just first mm -hmm. impression and I was like, uh. It's like, do I really want to believe that? It looks kind of like religious-y. I was like, eh, not for me. But I gave it a chance. And I was like, oh my God, this is like not at all what I was expecting. And it just explained everything about law of attraction, everything about how you create life, what's the purpose of life. And of course, money falls in there too. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have to teach this, okay? I have to do this. So I've been reading that book and learning from that book for the past 10 years. I've learned from so many coaches and teachers. Um, and I really, really realized that my purpose on earth here is to show, share these principles, share how to be happier, share how to connect to your higher self and let that guide your life. And of course, money is a part of that too. Um, but it's not the whole picture, right? And so on this journey to finding wealth, right, I found true wealth, which is becoming the highest version of yourself, right? And of course, you can allow money and have all those things, but it's about something more than that. And so in my path of the last 10 years, I've, I've started like three or four different businesses. Um, you know, they didn't really go where I wanted them to go, but I know now it's because they weren't for me. Ultimately, they weren't for my highest good and like what I really wanted to do. Like what I'm doing now, helping people, coaching, teaching a manifestation, helping people heal, like that's my path and that's always what I was going to do. And so I know now why those didn't work, but they also were a lesson. They were a journey. So I say all that to say, <laughs> I've been on quite the, the journey over the last 10 years. And ever since COVID happened, it kind of pushed me over the edge into doing what I knew I was called to do, which is this work, the manifestation, the coaching, all that. And so that's why I'm sitting here in front of you because I just told myself like, this is the year, go for it, make it happen because life's too short not to. Oh yeah. my God. I love that. <laughs> Put and word vomit everywhere. Over that, but anyway. <laughs> no, I thought that that was like concise. I feel like I got a nice snapshot of, you know, mm -hmm. of who you are and, you know, I'm, you're so dynamic that it's literally the smallest snapshot, but that's really interesting. I had no mm -hmm. idea about, you know, that you were raised with your dad primarily. I think that, mm -hmm. that creates a whole new, like, just a whole new way of being because usually, you know, it's the woman being a single mom, like my mom was a single mom, but mm -hmm. um, that just brings like a whole different perspective, like being raised oh, yeah. primarily from a, a male. And I love that. I feel like it, it also brings out a different aspect of strength or maybe even more of like your masculine energy. But like now it seems like in the growth that you've been doing, those energies have been able to like balance out and just come together and, and, and just get you further down your path. And I just love it. I love it. And I love what you're saying Thank about, you. um, you know, how you saw these good experiences with the people who you grow, grew up with, you know, how 
they, how they weren't bad people that they had money and you saw Mm -hmm. that, you know, they had businesses and that was something that you could do to start creating wealth in your life. You know, it's all about like those, we, it's all about those good experiences that we find because we can look all day for things that are like not going right or, or ideas or thoughts that would have continued propelling your mom's ideals about, you know, how, people with money are bad, but no, you chose to, to look on the opposite side of that. And I love that. Like that's, that's really what it takes. Um, I definitely have to look, you said his name was Brian Trudeau. Kevin Trudeau. Kevin, Kevin Trudeau. Trudeau. Where, where am I getting, where it's am okay. I getting, oh my God. I think I'm thinking Maybe, maybe like he has Brian a brother Tracy. named Brian. <laughs> no, <I'm>, no. <laughs> so, so he, he grew up from nothing. Like just quick thing on, he grew up in Chicago um, That's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. So he grew up in Chicago. His family was working class, but he had an uncle who was doing well in business. And his uncle actually was, I think, a Mason. So part of that group, the Masons. Okay. And his uncle really took him on and mentored him. And so he, he made his first million at 18 years old. And then he joined a, a series of different, people would might call it a cult, but different like organizations like the Masons, but they're like even more elite. Yeah. And this is where he learned so many things about creating your own reality. But his point about this was like, they kept it a secret. So like these other organizations who helped each other out and were like, you know, if you're a member, like you get this, the keys to kingdom and like they run the world. Like these mm-hmm. people run, run the world basically. I'm um, not necessarily in a bad way, but just like they are captains of industry. They are, you know, the top of the top of the top and whatever they're doing. So he decided to teach that what he was learning in those private clubs, if you will, publicly. And that made him a lot of enemies within those groups because they didn't want the information shared. So it's kind of like, you know, I don't know if you know much about Think and Grow Rich, the story behind that. Did you know much about that? Not too much. Yeah. So that, that book was written like way, way long time ago, right? In the 30s, I think, or mm-hmm. 20s, 20s or 30s. And Henry Ford actually kiboshed Think and Grow Rich, the original version, because he didn't want people, the masses, knowing about this information because that's how he made his wealth. So it's kind of a similar parallel. Like, so he kind of went through that and made a lot of enemies, to be honest. People don't want him to talk about how to fully create your own reality because then we're all empowered, right? Mm -hmm. And there are some people in power, of course, who don't want to share that, who want to keep things the status quo and keep people in the dark, right? Um, but luckily he wasn't one of them. And so I've, I'm very thankful to him for sharing all this kind of stuff because it is, it is how, how you get ahead in life. And we deserve to know, everyone deserves to know or have at least have the access to the information. Yeah, absolutely. Even you saying that reminds me of this documentary that I found on TikTok. TikTok has been teaching me like random things, but um, (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, but there's this one, it's called Thrive. The whole Mm. video or the whole movie is available on YouTube, but it literally just like opened my whole world. And I'm just like, what is happening? So how you were saying that they were talking about like the JP Morgan's like Mm -hmm. school money you know, mm-hmm. how they control everything basically. And like that they don't want the commoners, like people, you know, just regular people to have access to this information. They just want to keep it like in this small tight knit group. And mm-hmm. it's like, people are just working and working to pay off, you know, debts or whatever, while they just keep, you know, all of the money, all of the the world's wealth, just in this very small area, just like for them. And I'm just like, wow, like this is, this is crazy. The movie was just, it was amazing. And 
honestly, it's it's too long to even discuss here. But I should watch that. I'll put that on my, my list. Please do. Yeah. I'm, it was like two hours long. I'm only halfway through it, but I was just like mind blown. Like this is yeah. crazy. And they talk about um, quantum physics and um, I believe they talk a little bit about the zero point field, but I could be getting that a little bit confused with this book that I'm reading called The Field right now. And mm-hmm. Dyer has been recommending that book. Um, I love it. Yeah. So I do want to get into that. So can you just tell us a little bit about like what exactly quantum shifting is or quantum jumping? Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, there are different labels to it, but basically it just means like you take on the identity, the energy of the version of yourself who you want to be. Right. So you are at point A, right. I'm where I am right now. And my life is a reflection of my energy currently, the good and the bad. So if I want to shift into the next level of myself, whether that's, that's, of course, I'm working on income goals, but I'm a business person. I'm always going to have income goals and things to expand into, or like the number of clients I'm working with, right? Things like that. Or, you know, even your own health, your body, whatever you want, relationships, whatever you want to create, the version of you now is not the version of you that's going to have that lifestyle. So the person, me, the amount of money I'm making currently is a different version of myself than the person who's going to be making $10,000 a month, 20000 and beyond. That doesn't necessarily mean the actions shift, like who you're being. Who you're being is what matters the most. And then your actions may change as a result of that. So it's picking a goal, right, or a version of yourself in the future that has what you want in the physical dimension, your 3D version of yourself, right? Because we are here to experience, you know, material things. Otherwise, you wouldn't bother being in a body. We just stay you know, somewhere in the cosmos, somewhere right. else. But we're, here, we're here to create in this 3D world. So let's get to it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, when you write down like what you want, what's the next step for yourself? Maybe it's an income goal. Maybe it's, you know, a body, maybe a different version of your body, like a healthier version or whatever. Maybe you want, you know, a six pack. Maybe, maybe you want to have healthy relationships. Maybe you want to call in a soulmate. So write down the goal. And then what does that look like for you? So if you were in that situation now, let's, let's pick something. Let's pick something that's specific specific. Cause I don't want to like get too complicated here. Yeah. Um, okay. So just for me, this on my journey, I'll just relate it to myself. So the version of me who was working at a restaurant, that's what I was doing before um, this business, I had a side business, but it wasn't my full-time thing. So the version of me that was working at a restaurant primarily as my job it's a different version of myself than the version I am now, right? So I had to go through a journey to be able to be this person who has a business, who is working with clients, who believes in herself, who's confident, who's putting herself out there. So the version of me that was stuck in a dead-end job that I didn't like, um, she wasn't as confident. She didn't believe in herself as much. She doubted that people would even care. Like, I didn't even think that somebody like yourself, you know, would, would care enough about what I'm saying to invite me onto a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. That version of me was very different. So I had to work through my limitations. So how that looks for me usually is writing down a goal and then writing down all the reasons why I don't think I can have it, right? All the reasons why I I don't want to have it right now. Maybe because that requires change. Maybe it requires um, something that's very uncomfortable for me, right? So I, I want it, but on one hand, maybe there's part of me that doesn't, right? Um, maybe there's some fears, some deep-rooted fears getting in the way. So when I think about myself a year ago, because it basically was a year ago when I, um, like, because of COVID, we lost, I, I lost my job at the restaurant, right? So we were all let go. That was last March. 
So middle of last March, literally a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So total like 180. Um, Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to be in this business. I need to be helping people, coaching people. What? I don't know if I'm qualified, but I'm going to go for it. So I had a lot of shit to work through. And that included feeling like nobody would care. I'm too young. I'm inexperienced. Um, Like, who am I even to start talking about this kind of stuff? Like, I haven't manifested a million dollars yet. So no one's going to care because I'm not rich yet. You know what I mean? All Mm -hmm. these beliefs. So you have to work through it and realize that you are enough now. That's what quantum looping is. It's like bringing your, your future reality in the now, right? And a lot of the time, that doesn't mean acting different. It can, but I think too many people focus on the outside. Like they'll be like, oh, like get the haircut you would have if you were, you know, making a million dollars. Oh, buy the lipstick. Oh, you know, um, I don't know, Join the gym membership. That's a higher, you know what I mean? Like people Mm -hmm. kind of put a lot of emphasis on the actions Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying don't do that, but that's not the primary thing. The primary thing is like how you feel about yourself and what you believe about yourself. Right. So if you put on lipstick, that's great. That's like, you know, I've done that before I've bought like high end lipstick to like try to more body like wealth. Right. Mm -hmm. I've totally done that. But putting on that lipstick doesn't make me like not stop believing in myself or like yeah. <laughs> stop doubting myself or like <laughs> maybe for the like, word you're putting it on, but like, right? like but it's not gonna that. change like the myriad of issues like below the surface. Like it's cool, right. it's fun, do it if it feel if you feel called to it, but that's not like the the majority of the work. So it's like realizing you're enough now. And so anything that is standing in the way of that, any excuse, resistance, belief, habit of thought, whatever you want to call it, tragedy from your past that's telling you because you had this going in the past, you can't have it now. Your job is to shift that all away and just throw it all away. And then in this now, you're like, I, I'm that person now. I deserve it now. I'm worthy of it now. Whether or not I have it right now, it doesn't matter because I know I'm good enough now. Does that make sense? Does that yeah. explanation make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's really what quantum leaping is. It's like bringing that version of yourself into the present because you can only create from the present. You can't create from the past or the future, right? All you have is today in this moment. So who are you being right now? That's what you have to embody to create that next level. And it'll come quite quickly to you if you're consistent with it anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I totally love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it really does matter, like clearing out all of the things because we can't just be like, yeah, like I, you know, I want this and this and, you know, even thinking about it, well, that would be cool. And we really have to like go within, like in my work, we do a lot of womb healing that has mm-hmm. been so transformative for me and just like releasing a lot of the blocks around, um, just like lack and just unworthiness mm-hmm. from from me, but also from like my family's lineage um, and mm-hmm. kind of just like coming face to face with that and clearing that out. And now, you know, getting to a point where like where I do feel worthy and it's like, well, there's, there's no time like the present, you know? Um, and also how are you saying like doing this on a consistent basis? I really like to practice who I am already, like in, in that future version of myself, like, what is that? 
what does that feel like as it relates to like a specific goal? So like right now I'm in aesthetic school and that's been like a step in my journey so I can start providing energy facial. Oh, good for you. That's so cool. Yeah, like That's so, so cool. Oh, oh my Yeah, God. that's really cool. I definitely would want to get an energy facial for sure. <laughs> yeah, like this for would sure. be amazing. So I'm thinking yeah. about that, but I'm also thinking like, okay, what are like, visualizing what are my clients saying after their services, you know, and I'm internalizing those feelings and how like competent and confident I feel mm -hmm. and how like fulfill fulfilled I feel and really like feeling it like every part of that, those emotions. And I practice those feelings every single day. And so at that point, you're literally like your body is living in the future. So exactly. Help, but to like start to bring it full circle, like pulling, pulling that future version into the right here and now. Exactly. Exactly. And then you're not like stressing as much about it or, or worried about it because you already feel that way now. So it's right. like, well, I already got what I came for. Like I already have what I want really. And like, it's inevitable that it'll come to me, right? That's kind of the way you start to feel and it just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. Feeling the feelings now is really, really important. And it has to be a daily thing. Like if you're serious about changing your life, you know, like you see people that are like, Oh, I went from this to this in three months. It's like, yeah, because they probably did the work every day and yeah. like we're, we're committed to it a hundred percent. And like, you know, of course we're all going to have moments where we doubt and go into fear. That's not what this is about. It's not about like never fearing again or never doubting again, but it's just having tools that when you go into those spaces, you can come back into the reality that you want to create. And it's, it's just so important to be consistent. And also I, like, I know you use, e, uh, sorry, you use goddess work and EFT as well. Yeah. So I use EFT a lot, like every single day to, to release the resistance and to also embody the emotions as well. What would you say if anyone had a, a comment that EFT may be like spiritual bypassing? I, I can't, I don't, I don't know how they could say that to be honest, because I mean, my, my definition of uh, spiritual bypassing is like, you don't feel the feelings, right? Is mm -hmm. that the same definition that you have? Yeah. yeah. Right. So if we're, if we're going on that definition, I feel the feelings. Like when I, I don't just tap, like I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. Like I don't do that. You first clear out the negative, right? So you first acknowledge how you're feeling. Like you're like, I don't doubt, I doubt this right now. I don't believe I can have this. This belief is happening. Oh my God. Like that's how I tap. I tap on the negative first, which is the opposite of spiritual bypassing. It's bringing to the surface exactly how you feel. Then I clear it, right? I'll say, you know, clear, I'm clearing this, I'm releasing this. You know, I do a whole thing around that. And then I go into the positive when I feel ready, but I don't, like, I don't push myself to feel, you know, like, let's say I'm tapping for $10,000. If I, first I'll tap on the limiting beliefs around it, right? But then I'm not going to be like, I'm making $10,000 right now if I don't actually feel that way. I'll be like, right. I'm open to making $10,000. I'm open to ideas flowing to me. I'm open to inspiration around this. But it's not about, like, faking it. So I don't know. I've never actually had anyone ask me or tell me that it's spiritual bypassing. Have you? Yeah. Well, not, um, not directly. It was just like in a Facebook group and somebody had, you know, they were like, what are your thoughts around EFT? And like this, um, this woman had, had said that. And I was like, I commented, I was like, I, 
um, not, not my experience. Like, cause I feel like it really does bring yeah. out your emotions. You know, um, I tap for like different things. If I'm like already in like a high vibe state or like it's super early in the morning and I need to just get like super pumped, then I'll just start tapping for yeah. positivity and yeah. things like that. But yeah. I would never just go into it if I'm like in a low vibe to yeah. just like tap for, I'm happy. Like, no, <laughs> I've never heard of that ever. So uh, no. maybe she just did one video and the person, maybe yeah, that was the intention. Maybe their intention was just positive tapping and that's what yeah. she took from it. And that was her understanding, but that's not at all what it is at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at all. Have you ever tried the two cup method? I have, I, I haven't done it like super consistently. I think I did it for a week and then I kind of fell off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't really connect with me right now, but yeah, yeah I feel the same yeah. way. I yeah. tried it. I was just like, mm, okay. Cause I see, again, see a lot of things on TikTok about it and it's just so interesting how, and I like it, how a lot of like spiritual practices have become a little bit more mainstream, but then also I feel like sometimes people just include things like just to do it, but they haven't yeah. really like having any like manifestations from it. But they just see it's but that's the thing like and that's why I feel so called to this work because honestly like I'm no bullshit like I'm not fluffy I'm right. not that's not that's not what I'm about at all because I've been through it I've been doing this for 10 years I've mm -hmm. tried the fluffy stuff it got me nowhere okay nowhere right. I'm not saying nowhere it makes you feel like a little bit better but like ultimately you, you come back down to your set point right because mm -hmm. you're trying to force yourself to feel a certain way you don't actually feel that way so then you obviously you revert back right? right but when you actually do this work which is a lot of the time not sexy it's it's crying it's releasing it's feeling like shit right allowing yourself to feel that way taking naps it's having tough conversations it's putting boundaries in place it's you know, acknowledging the stuff from your, your closet of pain that you, you don't want to open, but you have to, like, right. that's what power, like, that's really where the powerful transformations happen. Um, sure. You can, you know, just think positively. Like sometimes in some cases on some subjects that like you can, because you don't have a lot of resistance to it. Right. Like for right now, if I was like, Hey, I'm going to manifest pizza in the next 24 hours, I know I would manifest pizza. I would just be like, okay, it's done. All right. Right. Because I have no resistance manifesting pizza. But if you are trying to like create a soulmate and you've, you've been abused in past relationships, guess what? Just saying an affirmation every day is not going to make that happen because you have so many, most likely if you haven't done the work, you've got so many fears, you've got so many um, concerns, which are valid because you've gone through shit, right? You right. have to heal. You can't just be like, okay, it's done soulmate tomorrow like even though I've had every abusive relationship in the past like nope this guy's gonna be my prince charming and he's gonna come in on the white horse like that's not happening you have to do the work and like that's where I that's where I come in anyway yeah <laughs> you no, just can't I, you can't do it from like that yeah I absolutely agree and that's why I do like just love how real you are you know and and to that point you know when people are trying to manifest soulmates and it's almost like they're in a relationship and this, this honestly happened to me. It was like, Oh, well, this person's not the right person. Like there'll be mm -hmm. like somebody else. And it was just like, my ego likes to just have these dramas. And it's like, no, like once you start healing, you start 
-hmm. I feel like requiring less from people because you're coming from a more like healed and whole version of you. And so you don't need these like external things. Like the ego wants to just keep us on this, this chase that like ultimately leads to nothing. I know. And it's just really sad, you know, so people will be like, oh, like the next relationship will be better, but it's like, you will continue to manifest the same scenario Yes. until you, you know, can really open that closet and start to, to heal and, and release. Yeah. And like, it, like it doesn't take like years either. It can, like in some cases, maybe that's your journey. Maybe it would take a couple years, but it doesn't have to either. So so I'm not saying it has to be like this 10 year journey and like, you're never going to figure it out. Like if you put, you know, effort into it daily, like in three months, you can get a lot of stuff done, you know, like it can, it can happen in months, like weeks, maybe even a moment. Like I've had resistance shift and leave me in, in seconds, right? Like not everything is like that, but it has happened. So it's not that it has to take a lot of time, just do the work and it'll take as much as, as long as it takes, but like, it's not going to be, you know, decades if you're doing the right work anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've yeah. totally noticed that. And just yeah. feeling in general, um, the last September, my mom and I had this like really serious conversation. She was like, honestly, she was like, you're almost 30. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know, there's so many things that like basically when are you going to like get over the things around your dad? And But literally I found like the end of that month, like into October, I was like, wow, the rash that I had like splotches all over my arms, completely gone. And like, really, I've had that. I'm not even kidding. I've had that rash since I was like seven years old. And they really? said it was a sun allergy because I went to summer camp and you know, whatever. Oh my gosh. No, it it's was, energy. Yeah. It was literally because I felt so ashamed of who I was. I hated myself. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like where I came from. I just like had all this, all this stuff that was manifesting on my skin. And then, you know, self-healing September came. And self-healing it- September. I love it. <laughs> Instead of hot girl summer, it's a self-healing September. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And I was honestly shocked. Like, I just was just shocked. I'm like, wow, like, yeah. this, wor- this work, this work works. <laughs> yes, it does. And yeah, and I, I don't know about you, but I also work with chakras quite a bit myself. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's, it's just, there's so many things you can do, right? I just feel like there's no, for me, there's no one right way. The only right way is like you releasing resistance. That's the only, that's the only right way. However you go about doing that, which means just getting back to soul, connecting back to who the truth of who you really are, which is divine and, and whole and, you know, perfect, yeah. not perfect in a, in a weird sense, but you are whole, you are perfect. You are a God goddess, right? right? So whatever you can do to release the illusions that you're not and that something's wrong with you and, you know, you're messing up or whatever do it, right? Whatever you feel called to, whether it's chakra work, the womb healing, the EFT, the journaling, the hypnotherapy, the, like you said, the rage therapy, whatever you're feeling called towards, like it's for a reason or a coach or whatever. If you're feeling pulled towards a, a certain work or a person to work with, like do it because it's for your highest good. Yeah. That's, that's all that I have to say on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Main goal, release yeah. resistance. Yeah. 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 And that brings, that's, that is the quantum leap because now you know who you are. 
right? Now you know who you can show up in the world as and the world reflects that back to you instantly, basically. So yeah, that is quantum leaping. It's just releasing anything that tells you you can't have what you want or you're not good enough or run the list down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh my God, this, so many random things just popped into my head. I was watching this movie, Lucy, last night. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah okay, that's so I just saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So at the end, it's basically she's accessing different um, parts of her brain because mm-hmm. they had um, implanted these drugs that had, had exploded internally. And it was essentially like drugs that were, that are, like present in like infants like fetuses or like even before the fetus it's been a while that i've seen it so i didn't know where it came from yeah 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 yeah. so um present and helps to grow the cell into a baby so it's a whole lot that um ruptured in her she starts accessing um basically all of her brain um 100 of her brain by the end of the movie and as she accesses 100 percent she like dematerializes. It's just mm. her clothes that were on the ground. And then, um, I've got goosebumps. Her, so you're talking about this. It <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> so someone in the movie had messaged her like, Oh, like, where did she go? And, um, she came through on a text message and it said, I am everywhere. And I was just thinking like, Ooh, goosebumps. Ooh. yeah, I'm like, can we access like our multidimensional like aspects of ourselves? I just think that that's crazy, but amazing. And so possible too, when we start yeah. like realizing and remembering who we are, literally nothing is impossible. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. And that's the work. That's the work. Just going, that's what, that's the whole point of anything that I do and you do. It's like getting back to that remembering, that soul remembrance. And I really like now in my journey of making a, p- a point every day to like intentionally connect to that part of myself. So even if it's a quick, like, just intention setting in the morning. I'm like, okay, like universe guides, higher self. Like I want to hear you. I want to connect to you, you know, lead me, guide me, show me the way. Right. Because the more that you, you know, intend to communicate with that part of yourself, then the louder and clearer it gets. Right. Cause where your focus goes, you know, energy flows. So right. yeah, if we have these practices where we are connecting with that broader part of ourself, whether it's through meditation or intentions or Reiki or the, the womb stuff or the dancing that you mm-hmm. do, right? Like anything with that intention of connecting with that part of ourselves is going to bring that up more in us every day. So that's a really important thing to do. We're able to, to sense things and to see things and stuff, but I feel like majority of what we experience, you cannot see, you know, it's just like the space, it's all, it's just energy. Mm-hmm. I know. I it is crazy that. when you think about it. Like, like we really aren't solid. Yeah. Right. We're just like, it's, it's just, it's just wild. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like wild. in cells, how it's just like mostly yeah. empty space. Yeah. Like, what? I know. Oh my I God. Know. Oh my God. And then I, I also watched, I watched Dr. Strange again last night and that was a really great movie. Have you watched that one? No. From Marvel? I've You've got to watch it. it. Do you watch Marvel movies or I no? I don't. I don't really, I don't watch too many Kay. movies. Watch this one, okay? Because okay. Doctor Strange, basically, he's a medical doctor. He's very logical based, right? Like, like facts. This is what's this is what it is. And then he has a terrible accident that changes his life, and now he can't do it. He can't be a doctor anymore because he's not physically able to. And so, on his journey in this movie, he has to find answers, and that leads him, of course, to Eastern medicine. Okay, and I won't like spoil the whole thing, but of course, it's not like Eastern medicine, like as it's like obviously amped up and like superhero style, 
but they talk about chakras, they talk about energy healing. So it's like the Marvel movie for oh like light workers. Yeah. Like, watch it. You're going to love it. Okay. You're going to love it. Watch it. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. I will. I'm excited now. You just, yeah. But they, that. yeah, but all these things, like it's real. Like, you know, Asian medicine has been on this game for thousands of years and now finally the West is trying to catch up a little bit here. Right. But like, I don't know. I just, it just boggles me how much, like, I know a little bit, but, like, there's so much more that I don't even, I don't even know, right? Like, this journey is going to take me on, I don't even know. Like, in 40 years, where am I going to end up? Maybe yes. I'll be levitating on a cloud somewhere in the Himalayas. I don't know. <laughs> like, what's going to happen to me? Because, like, in the last, like, you know, I'd say the last three years, especially, I've been really diving into this work on myself every day, being consistent and, like, that's opened my world in so many crazy ways. So I can't even imagine like decades of this work. Right. What it's going to do. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. Cause like, we're yeah. still so young. I'm like, I know. who knows where life is going to take us, you know? I know. Oh, I know. It's wild. It is. Wild. It's, it's just so the beginning. Exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm just so thankful to like be on this journey again, like just so early in life and you know, just get to see how it all unfolds and to, to help people along the way. I, um, I do have one more thing that I just want to just talk to you about because yeah. again, another thing that I found on TikTok and I want to know if you've had any experience with this. So they're called like grab a void numbers. Have you oh. ever heard of <laughs> Okay. I've recently heard of this. I, to be honest, I don't know much. I think I watched one YouTube video and then it didn't really resonate with me. So I just kind of left it alone, but mm -hmm. I, I did like somewhat look into it. So apparently yeah. these numbers are speak, it's like language of the universe basically. So if you, mm -hmm. if you speak this or if you use these numbers, it's talking directly. Is that, yeah, did I get essentially. It right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Talking directly to the universe, essentially they're like affirmations, but with numbers and, you know, maybe they even have like less resistance because they are just numbers. Um, right. and it kind of reminded me of like the matrix. Um, but I have been, I'm so sorry. They're like cutting the grass outside and anyway, anyway. <laughs> so they have like these different, all these numbers that I guess can be used for healing or for manifesting or anything like that. Um, apparently they're developed by this Russian, um, psychic and I guess, oh. I guess they were used like by the CIA, like some of the numbers, like, I think it was like five, 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 one, five is one for healing. And, you know, you can repeat it and think about it in that area that's in pain. And apparently from the TikToks I've seen, it has worked <laughs> for people. So I've been using five, two, zero, seven, four, one, eight. Mm -hmm. um, I have it written down. It's in my planner. It's on both of my bathroom <laughs> mirrors. And my husband is like, what is this? And I'm like, yeah. apparently you can call in unexpected money. I was like, so if it works, that's awesome. You know, like, why not? Let's give it a try. <laughs> well, well, it can't hurt. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like money has been coming to us, but I wouldn't say it's been like super unexpected, but also like, I did get this like unexpected um, bag of self-care items, which I thought was cool and like money here and there. I don't know. I, it kind of feels like it's working, but also I feel like because it's there, I'm more intentional. Like, oh, 
I could be calling it unexpected money. You right, know? right, right. So, you know, who knows? But either way, I mean, yeah. your intention, your intention is everything. So if you, if you believe whether or not the, the numbers are true, they could be true, right? I don't know. But if they aren't true, even if you're just intending it to work and you believe that it'll work, that it'll work, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can't really lose. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Like, either way, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah, the abundance thing is a, is a big deal. And, you know, I'm growing in my journey with money for sure. I've done a lot of work and uh, things are shifting for me, but it's like getting out of that scarcity and lack mindset, like that's everything. And for me, just on my journey anyway, I just, one little thing isn't going to fix it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you come, if you come, I'm not saying don't, don't start to stop doing what you're doing. Like, please keep it up if that's, if it's feeling fun to you. But for me on my journey, like I've tried the hacks, I've tried the, the five by 55, you know, <laughs> to manifest money. I've tried the, you know, say this affirmation every night. I've like, I've done it all. Trust <laughs> and believe I've done it all. And what I'm just learning is like, it's coming back to like, what are your dominant thoughts? Right. Cause if you, if you think, okay, like if, if in one moment you're like, yes, like, you know, I'm, I'm calling in this money and you feel good. Like I'm not saying you don't feel good. Right. You might be feeling great about it in that moment. Then what happens when you, a visa bill arrives in your mail, right? Do you spiral? Right. Do you go F this isn't working for me? Do you then start to, to doubt and panic? Cause I literally would feel panic around money in the past, literal panic. Like my chest is like, we're going to die. <laughs> like this is not good. So I had to do a lot of work around that. So it's like, yeah, I would say one nice thing in the morning and then the rest of the day I'd be cursing my bills and, <laughs> and thinking I don't have enough money and all the things. Right. So you really just have to like watch yourself. It's your dominant thoughts. It's not just one thing. One thing isn't going to fix it. It's your dominant thoughts. Yeah. I'm not talking to you specifically. I'm just saying to whoever's listening to this, like you got, you got to do the work. It's going to take work every moment of the day. When you get triggered, what are you triggered about? Explore it, look into it, shift it every moment of the day. <laughs> Especially yeah. if it's something that's really been um, a lackful area for you, mm -hmm. then you need to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's easy mm -hmm. to feel good about stuff when you're already feeling good, but exactly like what happens when bills come in or something, you know, undesirable comes in, what, where are you feeling then, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Like you're allowed to obviously feel, I'm not saying you can't ever feel bad about money to have money. Like people that have money don't always think every last thought is good, but it's just the dominant thoughts. Like right. somebody who has a lot of money is like, let's say 80% thinking positive thoughts about money, right? And maybe 20% is like, ah, damn, I got a parking ticket, right? But it's like mm -hmm. no big deal compared to the 80% that they feel about it. Right, right, absolutely. Well, this has been so fun. I'm so like excited that we got to talk Yes, to thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Oh my God. Yeah. So one final question. So what is a book that has helped you like the furthest along your journey? Yeah, I think it would be Ask and It Is Given by okay. um, Abraham Hicks for sure. That's my number one. Um, what would be a second one to recommend? You know, who is a really underrated author that I think people should look up is Richard Dots. Have you heard of him? No. He's a very, very, very wise being. He 
like, I don't even know what he looks like. Like, he writes books on Amazon. He doesn't have pictures of himself. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know how old he is. But he has, like, I don't know, 20 at least books on Amazon that are very affordable. They're, like, five bucks a pop, right? Oh, wow. Download them. Like, he just really speaks about it in an Abrahamic way, but also in, like, you know, a human perspective. And I think that's what maybe helps because, you know, Abraham is... I mean, if you guys don't know what Abraham is, Abraham is a, is a conscious collective, basically. It's not a person. Right. They're speaking through a person, but it's a conscious collective. Anyway, <laughs> look it up yourself. Um, but Richard knows Abraham and like definitely learned from them, but he's speaking through a human perspective, which kind of helps to kind of mm-hmm. understand the concepts in a, in a, in a more robust way. Um, and he just speaks the truth. Like it's just, he's very, he's an aligned person. He knows what's up. Like read his books. Yeah. He's very, very underrated author. Definitely read his books. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm excited. Okay, goddess. Well, thank you again for being here. And to all the goddesses listening, thank you for being here. Remember, you are beautiful. You are brilliant. You are brave. And you have so many gifts to offer this world. I love you so much. And we'll talk soon.